Hi, I'm Jasmine. This week from the Wallflowers, we're starting to take off a new experiment in talking about mental health issues. So cut it short. Let's begin. It's a very um, interesting for us to like to have a discussion this week. Like. Yeah, I feel like my mom is now staring at me because she has never seen such a professional side of me before. <laughs> But anyway, it's like it's a very honest disclosure for this week. This episode of this week is like um because we're in the midway through of of our podcast series, and I feel like oh let's start to do something special to focus on other people's perspectives. So what we did in the past few seven weeks, we were trying to. Collect different stories from the patients themselves experiencing different types of mental health illnesses, and starting from this week, we're going to try on focusing on other stuff. And I think parental side is a very, it's a very interesting perspective because I've never heard about that personally. <laughs> Can you briefly introduce yourself? Um, I'm Jasmine's mum, <laughs> and I am a very busy working woman. That's what I call myself. Okay, so let's be strict to the point, right? Okay. Um, when did you realize that your daughter, which is me, mm. had been suffering from mental health illness? Uh, you mentioned it to me. Uh, I would say only two years ago, one summer. Later on, when it was about sailing season in November, I realized that you you change a bit. You try not to face people. And you mentioned that you have some mental issues. To me, at that time, I think, oh, just some sort of pressure on work or study or boyfriendships or something like that. So I just listen, and but I did not take it serious, to be honest. But uh, when the time before you flew to Melbourne, I uh, uh, flew to Melbourne from exchange to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized that something really went wrong. Where where was I? Where was I? Can you describe the whole scenario when you were being told before I went off to Melbourne for exchange? I would say that the night before you went to Melbourne, just like、mm. a kind of a flashback to everyone, my family actually gave me a surprise birthday party, and I was crying for hours, like two to three hours. But I guess at that time, my parents thought like, "Oh, that's it was." Such a big surprise, but for me, I felt like, oh, that's the end of the world. That's my last birthday with my family. But I really didn't know how my parents feel about that. So, what did you feel about that when I cried for hours? Well, I didn't realize that you've been crying for an hour. To be honest, <laughs> I thought that surprise, that surprise, is not from me because it was from your brother. He he was quite thoughtful, you know, in his life. He he never think of others except himself. Then how did you discover that I actually have like kind of something that you deem to be very serious? Okay, the following day we drove you to the airport, and as usual we went to the the restaurant to have yum cha before you get on board, and you you sat next to me and you told me seriously, and then I'm worried that I may not able to come back. I might die. Then you really cry in front of all of us, right? At that time, I was a bit worried, but I just simply told you that if you didn't want to go, don't go. What came up in your mind when when I told you something that serious? Well, I have nothing in my mind at that moment. 
I just saw that thought you are quite independent, but in fact you were not. What you said, like you always thought that I'm very independent.、Um, how would you describe me before you knowing that I actually had some sort of like mental health problems? As I mentioned earlier, that I'm very busy. I really devoted to my job. I spend all my time with my work, and I think the other way is that's a good way to train my children. They can do things on their own. By the time you told me that you my loss of life, if you continue your trip to Melbourne, that brings me to think something else. Okay, but、uh, after that, I still kicked you on board, right? <laughs> sorry, sorry so about you, that. You just mentioned like the way how I told you triggered you to to think about other stuff, like something else. Can you elaborate more on that? Okay, at that moment when you told me that you might lose your life and you will never come back to Hong Kong, I think um probably um you're a bit homesick, even though you're quite independent, travel quite a lot on your own. But this time will be a, a quite long period of time, right? And when you went into the gate, I came back at home. I just tried to put things together. Then I really realized that oh, I should not let you to go there. Well, this episode is not about like me expressing my own feelings towards your opinion. We're now focusing on your thoughts, so I'm not going to argue with you anything about that. <laughs>、um, we went on to a very certain critical time in April when I actually one day popped up and told you that, "Oh, hey, mom, I'm now in hospital in the psychiatric ward." What were you thinking about that time? I was so worried about it. I was so worried that、uh, something's going wrong with you. And you are a very clever girl. You try to hide something already that I did not discover. That might be more, or even serious, than what I thought. So、um, I actually want to fly the following day to see what was happening. On that night, I recall、um, your brother's girlfriend came to our house, and she realized that I was crying. As everybody knows, that I'm a very strong person. I never cried in front of people. This is what I taught my children to do. It then she comforts me, and、uh, things will be all right. And there's a full medical team. Then we just wait and see what will happen. So basically, I was I was being admitted、uh, to the hospital in Melbourne, kind of like a legal order. So I had to be in the hospital and transferred to the psychiatric ward. So while I was being transferred from the normal hospital, I mean general ward. To a more specialized ward, I called my mom, and yeah, what did we actually talk about that? Well, the first time told me that you admit to hospital, I didn't realize that was so serious. I thought something's wrong with your physical health. Yes. Later on, told me that you need to transfer to another hospital. Somebody keep looking you for every fifteen minutes. Then I realized that must be very serious. So I think it's a very hard time for you, like for any parent, to know about like his or her son or daughter would experience the pain or struggle of ending one's self life. So what were you thinking when your daughter, that's me, told you that she wanted to end her life? I was so shocked. Of course, the first thing is that you got so many people love you, and there's a lot of things that you can do. And you should not end your life. Think the best side because you know things. There's many angles you look into things, and anything that you could not solve it, it may solve by tomorrow. 
and uh, some relationship that you can't handle it, just put it aside. So I feel like my mother, which is you, experienced different types of um, ups and downs when I was having my bipolar disorder. So what was the toughest part for you in this journey so far? Okay, I have no knowledge of uh, mental issues. And you know, at my time when I was teenagers or my, my generation, if people told me that you have mental issues, then we just thought people would have some crazy abnormal behavior. I try to understand from your side because I always use myself as an example and use my experience that, uh, oh, you should not think about this, blah, blah, blah. But I did not realize that if you have some issues, then uh, you really need some help to let people to get you out for that. So I, I was very worried when you came back from Melbourne, just add a little bit. When you finished uh, your study in Melbourne, we went there with you and we traveled around. You look great. I could not think of anything that you were except one day we went to see the firework in New Zealand. You were crying. Uh, I was having a panic attack because of the people, because I thought like it's going to be a terrorist attack. Yeah. And in all day, we, we always went, you know, have such of events. So I thought something really went wrong. I would say like this event is kind of like life changing in our motherhood relationship, I suppose. Mm. Um, how would you describe your understanding towards mental health before and after this incident? Okay, okay. as I quoted earlier, I thought uh, mental issues means people some are crazy. They are out of the mind. They could not control themselves, and we call chisin. Okay, and which is like literally in Chinese, in Chinese speaking, you're crazy. Yes, yes, and you can't control your behavior. And then we thought this this mental issues, but after listen and your experience, and I realized that that means something uh, related to your mental uh, disorder. I would say. Use the same word, and, and they divide into many, many terms as an issue. Just like uh, you got a cough, and nowadays you have so many type of cold, right? So that sort of things. Uh, just a kind of a clarification. Trying to defend my mother, it's totally not her fault in like having my mental health problems. Like everyone has their own issues. Like it really depends on how you actually cope with your mental health, and. I think one of the struggles for our motherhood relationship is how you express to others about my own problem. So honestly speaking, I remember I've never asked you before, have you actually told my own problem to your close family members, say my aunts or grandma? I did not tell my mom, of course, because it's very difficult to explain to her and I, besides, um, I don't want her to worry. Uh, my sister knew about it, my older sister and my other sister knew about it. Surprisingly, I talked to my colleagues. I told my colleagues what's wrong with my daughter. And uh, I just told my friend that don't push your daughter too much and talk to her more often because their expectation and your expectations are different. And, and besides, seeing a psychologist is bloody expensive, particularly in Hong Kong, no support at all. It seems to me that you totally change your perspective in talking about mental health issues. Then then what's your opinion on your daughter actually sharing her own mental health stories with people online? Like, how did you feel about that? I was a bit <laughs> puzzled. Oh, uh, Facebook, there are lots of people seeing that. Would they call me? 
But of course, if they ask me as my character, I will explain to them. But I will not volunteer to call everybody that that's her issue. The time you start your wallflower, you told me your proposal to do your final year、uh, project, and you told me、uh, you gave me a plan what you're going to do. I thought that it was an excellent idea, and、uh, you try to help yourself, not just yourself, but also to other people. Come, I not willing to share the experience with others or strangers, and then I realized that oh, it's just an ordinary illness. It's all around our kids or friends, but they do not say a word. But luckily that. We speak out. I think、um, to draw other people's awareness, which is very good. I hope this will help the others who did not want to speak themselves and try to find people to help them. I really appreciate my mother's position. Try not to push me too hard during the time when I'm trying to recover. Even though sometimes we really, really have like this、um, that kind of argument between what is the best way for me. But still, I'm really grateful and appreciate the whole journey that my mother actually accompanies me and tries to attend my needs.、Uh, just I completed my medical appointment today, and my doctor and I agree that we're on a very、uh, good track in recovery. What would you advise to parents who may suffer the same from you? First of all,、uh, don't argue with them. Listen to what they say first. And if you don't have that knowledge, talk to your close friends, people that you trust. And then come up a conclusion or solution how the way you talk to your children, but whatever happen, you must be on your children's side and don't give them too much pressure. I believe all children trust the parents, and if you you stand on their side, then they will talk more with you. If you have been affected by anything we talk about, please call the Samaritans at twenty eight ninety six four zeros. That's a Hong Kong number, and you can also go to their website at samaritans.org, or just simply talk to your friends and family. Trust me, they're always there for you. From the Wallflowers is a weekly podcast produced by myself, Jasmine Lung, and credits my mom. You are amazing. <laughs> See you next week.